0: This is the Chicago Podcast Network. Thanks everybody for downloading this episode of Out Front with AJ and Nick. Today we're going to get into the controversy surrounding this year's Oscar nominations and the lack of African American nominees and talk about what that means going forward and some of the steps that are now being taken by the Academy uh, to minimize that and also what our opinions on it are. Uh, trust me when, you, when I say that this will be a fun episode for you to listen to. Uh, all of that today on Outfront with AJ and Nick here on the Chicago Podcast Network, available for you to come and talk to us on Facebook, Chicago Podcast Network, on Twitter, Chicago Podcast One, and you can email us at Network at gmail.com. Here we go. Hey everybody, this is Nick Sorantos, editor-in-chief and host of Outfront with AJ and Nick, joined over the interwebs and Skype by my good buddy, AJ Signeri. AJ, let's see, how can I phrase it this time? I'm, I'm I'm kind of running out. AJ, if this were the year 2075 and the machines ruled the world and suddenly a large amount of a gathering, the throngs of people were to approach you on this highway, what would you say to them? hey there it is ladies and gentlemen i don't know i feel like me constantly setting you up the same way gets redundant so why not try to break it up it could become a bit that we recurringly do on the show or not right you know just for the fun of it but today AJ, we're going to get into one of these stories that seems to be monopolizing the media and that is the lack of african-american nominees at this year's oscars now this is one of those stories that's becoming a thing. We've gotten the reports that Jada and uh, Jada Pinkett and Will Smith will not be attending the Oscars, but they'll be boycotting. And Spike Lee has said something similar. There have been a few other African American actors who have said something along those lines. Uh, it's it's one of those stories that that gets blown up mainly because it's about Hollywood. And I want to talk about it today because my my opinions on it are going to be different than my normally very liberal views i actually uh i'm on the other side of this what about you
1: you know i'm kind of like in a mixed bag of it because there's parts of it i do agree with what they're saying but i also disagree on how what their concerns are you know um so yeah i'm just gonna leave it at that so we can talk about more
0: okay i want to the first thing i want to get into is because it's the the topic that's most notable is in the leading actors and actresses' roles, no African-Americans nominated. Uh, actors who were nominated this year for a leading role, Brian Cranston in Trumbo, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Damon in The Martian, Leonardo DiCaprio for The Revenant, Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs, and Eddie Redmayne for The Danish Girl, because if you're a British person and you wear a dress in a movie uh, and you're a man, you, you get nominated for an Oscar. That just seems to be uh, the way things go. In the leading role, actress in a leading role, Kate Blanchett in Carol, in a movie about two lesbians in World War One, or as I like to call it, we would very much like to win an Oscar, so we made a movie about lesbians in World War I. Uh, Brie Larson for Room is the one I haven't seen. Jennifer Lawrence in Joy. Uh, Charlotte Rampling for 45 years, have no idea what that is. And Sorice Ronan in Brooklyn. There's no African Americans in those nominees. Now, I'm more willing to go with it on the actresses' side because I don't, I, I haven't seen any of the movies that were nominated for Best Leading Actress, and to be perfectly frank, don't know if I will by the time the Oscars are shown, if ever. I the last few years, AJ, have gotten into a thing where if I feel like your movie was made simply to win awards, I'm not going to give you my money or my time because I'm, I'm kind of tired of that whole thing. But. Here's my question to you, AJ. Have you seen any of the nominated pictures for best, for best Picture of the Year? Have you seen any of them? I haven't seen... No. I so, haven't. So you haven't seen the big short, Bridge no. of Spies? No. Brooklyn? No. Mad Max Fury Road? No. The Martian? Not yet. The Revenant? No. Room? No. Spotlight? No, I'm glad that we're having this conversation then. <laughs> I mean, well, one,
1: I haven't gotten around to seeing any of those films? i mean i want I'm going to be seeing the Martian Here suit as well as um the big Short and all that i mean in I, Brooklyn, so I mean, I understand the premise in based off that, it gives me a better idea of what the movie is, despite you know the various moving parts of the movie and everything. Well, having said that. Um, this is where the, the trouble I have with any controversy with the Oscars or the film industry in and themselves. Um, I do feel that there has always been a lack of somewhat original ideas on what a movie project should be. Now, when I say that, I mean, The Martian, it's not that out of a box kind of movie. We've seen
0: this kind of movie before. Yeah, it, it's just man. It, it's very similar. It's man versus nature. Right. I mean, we've seen...
1: Which uh, The Revenant
0: is man versus nature. What? The Revenant is also man versus nature.
1: It is, you know. And this is not... And then Michael Fassbender and Steve Jobs movie. I mean, this is not the first Steve Jobs movie we've seen. You know?
0: No, it, but it is the Aaron Sorkin written one. So there is, it is. It, it doesn't so, I mean, make,
1: I guess there's a little bit more weight to it, I guess.
0: Which means at some point, someone will go on a monologue that sounds like a completely different character, but it won't matter because it's, it's still important because it's Aaron Sorkin.
1: Right. Um, but other movies like Trombo, you know, I'm, I'm kind of glad it's being shown because no one talks about Trombo or that period of Hollywood either you know
0: oh so, I uh, disagree I
1: disagree no one has ever talked about the blacklisting of oh actors bull bull that gets everything. talked no about talked all about the time AJ and
0: communism and everything oh bull AJ there's been at least one other, mov- oh, oh. one other movie's what, what done movie? that one other movie's done. What movie what movie
1: um and I, and I just thought of it in my head um it would come to me are you
0: talking about um, good night good luck no because that one's about the blacklist and it won an Oscar for being about the blacklist and about how, um, oh, my God, my brain just stopped working. But no, it, I no, I'm, I'm, i can't remember. There we go. Hold on. I want to make sure I get the man's name. See, this is the problem with the Oscars, by the way, is this right here. Uh, Edward Morrow. It's about Edward R. Mur- Murrow. Uh, with Joseph McCarthy and his whole deal of shutting him down. That's different. That's no, it's different not. than actual,
1: oh, like, Trumbo God. being part of Hollywood and John Wayne, who was part of this whole thing of blacklisting all these actors and everything. That's completely different than what Joe McCarthy, the Edward Murrow movie, was about.
0: Dude, there have been... I'm, I'm looking it up right now. There have been a bunch of movies about this. There haven't been one that was... Starring Bryan Cranston, fresh off what is the uh, you know greatest television run possibly of all time? All right, here we go. Ten movies. Let's see here. Films about the Blacklist, and not and by that we don't mean the James Spader television show. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Season of Fear, which is one from the sixties. Uh, let's see here. Forces of Evil. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. Let's see. The Inquisition in Hollywood is one. Like I'm not. These movies have been made, man. There's been movies by John Huston. There was one by John Malkovich. The but it doesn't matter if it's been done before or not. It's still. Do you ever watch the show Community? Yes. Okay, there was a great line. There's an episode where Abed, the, the nerdy one, is making a movie, and he basically describes the movie as, I'm doing the story of Jesus as seen through the eyes of a filmmaker making a film about Jesus.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and
0: and the one woman turns and goes, that sounds like a very interesting movie to filmmakers. Right. And that's how I feel sometimes about movies that are about Hollywood that get nominated for Oscars It's the same reason that you nominate your own people. My, my thing is, look, the Oscars in and of themselves are a joke. But when you start ma- awarding movies about making movies, that's when I start getting into the, you know, what's the, the snake eating its own tail. Like you can't do that. That's not right. It, it, it bugs the crap out of me. But it, if you want to say that Trumbo's a good call, fine. But it's just one of those things where I, I don't understand people nominating movies about making movies. I, I just I don't get it.
1: Well, there's that, but like I said, I mean, there's never been really, and we're in the 21st century now for films, and there's not any been creative movies. I mean, it's the same storyline, but one could argue that, you know, everyone has ripped off Shakespeare because everyone has used Shakespeare's plays in all their movies well no that's like
0: the same thing of whenever you see a movie about a musician who's very famous you know what the story is going to be gets a little bit of fame does drugs or drinks or does something stupid with their personal life must overcome the repercussions of that stupidity then comes back and has an amazing second half of their career that's every musician's movie every sports movie guy's going to lose early in the first or second act and then come back and win i mean that's it's not it's a tried and true formula Right, and I see what you're saying, the lack of creativity, but I want to get into more of this diversity issue only because to someone like me, man who watches a lot of movies every year, there is it, it, and i'm I'm gonna try to say this as nicely as I can. There was no African American performance that I have seen in any movie that was heads and tails above any of the the other nominees this year I really That's because
1: do- every other than like sidney Pornier and Lily's a field I mean every Black actor has either been a supporting role or a minor role that's outside not, of Denzel Washington, too.
0: That's not true, though. That's not true. This is not
1: a lead in Ghost.
0: No, she wasn't. Jer- but Kibby
1: Gooden Jr. wasn't a lead in Jerry Maguire. Halle Berry wasn't a lead in Monsters Ball, you know. So, other than, like I said, Sydney Pornier, Denzel Washington, and when Jamie Foxx said Ray. I can't think of any other black actor in mostly outside of all-black movies and all-black cast.
0: Okay, but there were movies with all-black actors and all-black casts. That and they've never
1: a- gotten any Academy Award or Oscars. That's not true. Selma movie. got
0: nominated for three Oscars last year and won Selma two.
1: did, but neither did... The Jungle Fever didn't get anything.
0: Okay, but the... the I've never... Like, I don't even know what the Jungle Fever is. That's the My- Spike Lee film. Are you talking about Jungle
1: Love? Jungle Love, no, it's called Jungle Fever. I thought it was called Jungle Love.
0: I don't know. My point, my point, AJ is is that the the movie there are movies that are made though that have like okay, let's look at just this year, all right, just this year with the not, movies that have come out that that maybe should have gotten some awards with African Americans Creed which I can mm-hmm. see it sort of, but I saw Creed and I, uh, twice. And I will tell you that it's good. I, it, I would argue that Best Director, he should have been nominated for Best Director just for the first fight because it's a single take, and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But last year, Birdman won, and the entire movie was a single take. So maybe that's why it doesn't get nominated. I just don't think that there's an inherent racism in Hollywood that stops people from getting nominated. I think there's an inherent racism in Hollywood that stops people from getting hired. I, I, think, I think the film
1: industry has some sort, not all, some sort of systemic racism in and of itself.
0: Okay. But
1: because, here- and, we can, and you can, we can argue this point, we can go back to... Um, wow why can't i think of movies all of a sudden <laughs> um birth
0: of a nation is a prime example yeah that movie you came know? out in the 19. 19th... black face dude that came movie i'm drawing a line aj you're not allowed to reference any movie before let's say 1980
1: why not Be- because it's, it's, not it's not fair it's not fair to then. hold
0: the people so, who the, are now draw, there accountable draw the line there because it's not fair to hold the people who are there accountable from a time period way it when... is a, it is fair because it the beginning so
1: saying you're drawing a line and you can't say anything past this day is kind of off limits i feel because if you say in this point forward counts then you're actually dealing with the actual racism that's going on versus what happened
0: before aj they, they make movies nowadays listen i, I these are the movies that, that people wanted nominated, okay? They wanted Creed, Straight of Compton, Chirac, and Beasts of No Nation. Beasts of No Nation was never going to get nominated because it had a simultaneous release on Netflix. If that movie had been released in theaters only, it probably would have been nominated. But because it was released on Netflix, it had a whole bunch of controversy around it, strictly from a business perspective, so that was never going to get nominated. It just wasn't. Chirac, I've seen Chirac. It does not deserve to be nominated for anything. It doesn't. It's not that good. Uh-huh. Nothing. It's good. It's entertaining. It is not on the list of best pictures of the year. It's not even in the top 20.
1: I mean, okay, maybe I'll give you not best picture, but I mean, there's no, be not roles.
0: best, not best screenplay, not best acting. Nothing, nothing. See, in I that.
1: disagree. I think someone should have you haven't been, seen okay, it in a supporting it. role or for cinematography. No, or I, I watched like that, it. Correcting.
0: For direct, you can't AJ. I watched the movie, man. It's not it's it's not worthy of a of a directoral nominee. It's it's not Spike Lee's worst movie, but it's nowhere near his best. If you want to make an argument for Spike Lee being nominated, he should have been nominated and probably have won for Inside Man. But this movie is not his best. It's not even in his top ten. It's not very good. It's 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 different. It's weird. But that's not enough to get nominated. It's not very good. Straight out of Compton great movie but we already said it's the same music movie you've seen a thousand times there's nothing different about it there's nothing creative about it it just happens to be it's it's every musician's movie you've ever seen there's an argument maybe and it's a very weak one for ice Cube's son for playing ice cube but i'm gonna tell you something his acting isn't what makes him great it's the fact that he looks just like his dad his acting is okay, but his look is what gets you a long way. The rest of the performances are fine, but there's nothing in it that's outstanding. My, my point with saying all of this is I look at these other movies that get nominated, and while I have a problem with a couple of them, there's nothing on this list that I instantly go, yeah, no, that should have been Straight Out of Compton's spot. You know, th- there's just nothing there. Like, Straight Out of Compton wasn't anything over the top and great. I'm the. That's the thing with this with this topic with me. I have but, no bro- I'm not,
1: but I'm not arguing for like Straight Eye Compton being on anything either. I mean, that's a that's a music biopic. And it doesn't matter if it's Straight Eye Compton. I don't care if it's the Nirvana story or even the Buddy Holly movie. I mean, it's just, you're going to be only talking about certain moments of that banner musician's life. That's all you're going to do. So I'm not arguing that Straight Eye Compton should be on any of those lists or anything. But when you're talking about like, Chirac, which I also have seen, you know, I think it should have gotten at least a nomination for something, and not and not nothing, and everything. You're right; it's not Spike Lee's best, nor if it's his worst, but I think it's better than some of his other films and everything. And you know, taking a movie that is based around you know an old Greek play is that's that's a little bit more creative than others that's on the best picture list. Cause okay. Mad, Mad Max, that's been done before. And oh that's no, the best no, picture. no, it hasn't. He get best no, picture, he get, no, doesn't. no. It just, no. Listen,
0: you're not. Uh, I'm going to tell you this right now. You're not going to win an argument with me that it, that takes Mad Max off the list of best picture. Mad Max belongs on that list. Have you watched? No, it doesn't have you? You haven't seen it, it's have been you? Done before? No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. It hasn't. You haven't seen it, AJ. It has not been done before. Believe me when I tell you the, that this, the story it, itself has never been done before.
1: And Mad Max?
0: No. No, this is very different than any other Mad Max you've ever seen. It's different than any movie you've ever seen. You want to talk about creativity with cinematography, creativity with movie making? The movie uh, Mad Max is unlike anything you've ever seen. The only way to describe that movie is the word relentless. It starts, and then it's two hours later, and it's over, and you just kind of look at yourself and go, what the hell just happened? Did I just take a bunch of acid and not realize it? That movie is insanely creative and good and original. It it has, it's it's over the top, but in a good way it it is it creates a full universe it creates an entire world in 5 minutes of movie you know you understand the world you understand the characters and the plot just freaking goes it is an unbelievable ride of a movie like when gravity got nominated last year it's like it's it's the reverse of gravity where gravity was like this experience film this is an experienced film but in like the holy Crap! What the hell just happened? Kind of way, but in like the best way possible. Mad Max belongs on that list. I would take The Martian off the list before I take Mad Max.
1: I'm just at a loss because I, I like I said before, like I said earlier. You know, I mean, there's parts that I understand about certain the controversies, quote unquote controversies. I guess around the Oscars and everything that I agree with, and there's some and some things I just I very disagree with. And what have you? Well, I agree Uh-oh. with.
0: I disagree with the Oscars sometimes almost in principle as to what they are. And and like I said, my issue isn't that. My point is that the fight that they're having in Hollywood is the wrong fight. The fight should not be actors should be nominated. It should be we should have better roles. Like you and I have had this conversation on on now. Two separate, uh, on, on two different radio delivery vehicles between the internet station and this, about the idea of Idris Elba playing Batman, right? Mm-hmm. And how that would be amazing. And that's how it should happen. And how you don't have to change the character. He doesn't have to be some streetwise black guy all of a sudden. You just make Idris Elba Batman and keep the character exactly the same. And that's winning the diversity argument. The argument isn't, well, Will Smith deserved to be nominated for Concussion because no other black people were nominated. I saw Concussion. Will Smith doesn't deserve to be nominated. Just because you do an accent is not enough for you to be nominated for an Oscar. And your performance wasn't that great. to mention the story that you're telling is mostly bullshit so that that's the issue that i have with the argument that oh we're going to boycott the oscars especially when by the way you're will smith and you thought you were going to be nominated and then you're not nominated and suddenly you're boycotting so what if will smith had been nominated for best lead actor that would have taken care of all of his concerns not the lack of a a, a nomination for ryan Cooglan for for creed who probably deserved it but then again, you know who else didn't get nominated for Best Director? Quentin Tarantino. Right. And I've seen The Hateful Eight six times now. Like, it's a great movie. It's one of his best. He deserved to be nominated for that more than... Um, he, deserved, he deserved to be nominated for that more, more than uh, Spike Lee for Chirac...
1: So, I, guess, I mean, I guess my, my, my chief only my, my chief concern with the Oscars is that it's an institution
0: that is true who
1: feels that oh, no, that's we, true. Are, we are a body who feels this is what we feel that this is the best picture, this is the best actor, actress, director, so forth and so forth. And I don't feel that gives any credence on what makes a good film, bad film, good actor, bad acting. Good cinematography, bad cinematography. No, I you agree with you completely. I agree with you. I, I agree
0: with you completely on that
1: idea. This and, is
0: what this is where. I remember last year, you and I on the old radio station had the argument where I kept looking at you, going, "Look, the the best movie of twenty, I guess it would be twenty fourteen, without question, was Guardians of the Galaxy." Like I, I, I will not hear an argument against it. Guardians of the Galaxy. You can show that to your grandmother and she'll have a good time, right? Yeah. That's the best movie of the year. It, it's not even like, it, to me, it's not even a question. But it doesn't get nominated for anything. And why? Well, that's not really an Oscar movie. Well, then maybe you need to change the criteria of what an Oscar movie is. Right. Be- because.
1: You know, it's just like this is my same argument about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, just because you have the one criteria, which is your first album was standing 25 years. You know, and then if you have a career from that, and it kind of reinforces who you are, and the kind of what you make in music, I don't think that holds water to what makes a good band, bad band, good musician, bad musician. You know, because there is a lot of good films out there that have never been nominated or won anything. Shawshank you know?
0: Redemption didn't win a single thing.
1: You know that um, Rock and Horror Picture Show, cult classic. Everyone to this day go see Rock and Horror Picture Show. You know. By Oscar standards, should have gotten an a nominational award. No, but it still will stand the test of time. It's in even the Smithsonian right now as one of the best cultural movies in the United States. You know, and then it won a goddamn award. You know, Um, so I mean, that's my chief concern with the Oscars and this whole conversation we're having about the Oscars or the Academy Awards or the Golden Globes because. They cannot tell us what is a good film or TV show and what is not. Because I, cause there's a lot of things that I like that are not nominated, and there's some things I also like that are nominated. So I guess that's where I kind of stand in all this.
0: Well, to me it comes down to the, the, the idea of because the masses like a movie, it can't be nominated. I it does, is Star Wars The Force Awakens the best movie of the year? Probably not, but it should have been nominated for Best Picture for what it accomplished. There's a re, Jurassic World is another great example. Jurassic World took an idea that everyone kind of had already seen, already done, shoved some new paint on it, did some new stuff with it, and made it a really good movie. It made over a billion dollars at the box office, and it doesn't get nominated for a single freaking thing not even effects or sound editing. And, and honestly, effects and sound editing are one of those awards they give to the technical movies, which is stupid anyway. Because the truth is they all deserve to win an award for what they accomplish for Ooh. the special effects. But neither of those movies, the two biggest box office draws of the year aren't nominated for your film. But The Room, a movie about two people locked in a bunker because they've been kidnapped. And if you, do you know what that movie is? Which one? The Room. Have you heard the synopsis of The Room? Not The Room. Okay, so here's the... It's not The Room, by the way. It's just Room. Because that doesn't... That's not... It needs to be even more confusing. Um, The plot is that a woman is kidnapped and raped and has a baby while, like, locked in a house or a bunker or something and then tells the girl as as they grow up that the entire universe is just in that room. That's the plot. Okay. Tell me that doesn't sound like one of those movies you go, yes, I understand why that was nominated for an Oscar, and I have no desire to ever watch it.
1: No, I mean, that, yeah, I mean, that's. Right. Everyone else would probably would say that. I mean, I would no go see one, it. No I would, would never say it would be an Oscar worthy at all. And the
0: only reason people are going to go see it is because the, the, before the movie even comes out, this movie has Oscar buzz. That's the thing that drives me the most crazy about this stuff. Oh well, here comes the new Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, they're saying he's going to win an Oscar for this movie, and you go, no one's seen it. So how is that possible? It it it, it does the the award system is flawed. But more importantly, the system that hires the actors for these roles is flawed. So it's, it's not, the, in my opinion, it's not the Oscars' fault that no African Americans were nominated. It's Hollywood as a whole for not hiring actors in those roles. We've reached the There's an argument to be made, that, and, and you'll love this. Do you know what the most progressive film franchise in the world is? Mm-mm. You'll love when I say this, because it makes sense when I explain it to you. But you're going to laugh when I tell you the Fast and the Furious franchise. How? It has the most diverse cast of equal screen time of any Hollywood movie. There are African Americans, there are Latinos, Latinas, men, women who all get their moment, who all shine. They are an eclectic collection of every, almost everything that's represented in the United States. The supporting characters are predominantly, you know... Not white people. It's a very progressive movie. It just happens to be in a franchise that is a comic book. But th- do you understand what I'm saying with it, though? If you really think about that cast,
1: yeah. But I guess, I guess one could argue as well. That's if you understand like drifting culture, then mm-hmm, mm. it's primarily that, that's my point. exactly.
0: Are in drifting. But that's my but that's my prime that's my point with that franchise. You want to talk about diversity in Hollywood. look at that movie the, 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 they they have all of these other actors in there that could have easily just been we're gonna keep because look at the first fast and the furious, the first fast and the furious, all white people. By the second one, you have Tyrese, you've got Ludacris. By the third one, we've gone to Tokyo and now we've introduced a bunch of Asian characters and then when they start bringing back the originals for four, five, six, seven, and now eight. I understand the fact that there's a Fast and the Furious 8 coming is insane. But you include The Rock in that. You suddenly have you know, one of your lead actors, African-American guy. Most of the supporting cast are either African-American or Latino. You know, it's, it's, it's a diverse, interesting franchise. But most importantly, AJ, you know what that movie taught us about diversity in Hollywood? Right. right. It works. That movie made a billion dollars, Fast and the Furious 7. It's number four all time. That's diversity in Hollywood to me. When you start talking to me about award season and, oh, we're not going because no one was not... Ma-, fight the fight that needs to be fought. And the fight the fight that needs to be fought is African Americans deserve better roles in Hollywood as opposed to either being the sidekick or supporting actor, which is what you said at the beginning. And I agree with you. But the argument isn't that they should be nominated just because they're black. They should be nominated because they're in good movies. And of those movies that they want nominated this year, like you said... Predominantly African American cast. None of them are really worthy of it, and there are, like I said, there are movies that were nominated this year that aren't worthy of it either. The Martian is good. It's not great. It's it's not it's not Matt Damon's best movie. It's not Ridley Scott's best movie. But it's up there because oh look, Ridley Scott made a movie about going to so we have to nominate this. It it, it that's the stuff that just drives me nuts. Is that there's stuff that gets not the fact that. Kate Blanchett made a movie with Rooney Mara called Carol about lesbians in World War I, and that's literally all they're selling it on is the fact that it's about that and it's going to get nominated for awards. The Oscars to me man are are a marketing campaign for a different genre of movie so i I, I do agree that you know
1: Hollywood has been more of a marketing business than actual. Making films and everything um you know I guess i'm I'm, I'm kind of at a loss you know with, with Carol and Danish girl because I don't I, I guess I don't really necessarily agree that if you're in a movie about lesbians or tr- being transgender that you you're automatically going to win a nomination um I think that speaks more about you know, trying to be in tune of more of the populace when it comes to stuff like that, but I don't necessarily agree that, you know, if you're going to be in a movie like Carol, where you're a lesbian during World War I, and you have a story behind it, automatically gets you nominated for it. But like I said, I mean, I do agree that Hollywood's been more of a marketing firm than an actual let's make film so for entertainment purposes.
0: Well, it, it it gets to me this idea of and, and and that what is a movie predominantly? It is a form of entertainment. Is it art? Sure, but it's predominantly entertainment. And you're the Academy of Motion Picture and Sciences. Love everything you make. Don't just love the stuff that's made. I have this this. This horrible thing in my head, but it's it is honestly... You know how you and I have talked before about how, and you've disagreed with me, but how I say that the racism as we understand it now will fade out, at least with the vitriol, within the next 50 years because that generation is dying off. Right. It's even more predominant in the Oscars. Think about the movies that get made now. Like, the best filmmakers in Hollywood don't go and make dramatic work anymore they go and make fan service films. You get a JJ Abrams. It used to be a guy like JJ J. Abrams would make sci-fi movies for 10 years and then he would branch off and start doing, you know, serious dramatic stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You, Spielberg is the best example of that. But instead what does he do? He makes Star Trek and then he makes Star Wars. And he's making the stuff that he wants to make, the the stuff that he loved when he was younger. That's the way it's going, and I think that within the next 10 years, you'll start seeing a lot more of a Mad Max, of a Star Wars, of a Marvel movie getting nominated. The fact that last year that neither Guardians or Captain America Winter Soldier was nominated really pissed me off, because they deserved it. I'm not saying Avengers 2 did. Avengers 2 is not nearly as good as either of those movies. But both of those Marvel movies I would put up against as... To me, the question, AJ, has always been this. And and it gets into the diversity factor as well. If somebody comes up to you and goes, listen, I have two movies for you to watch. One is Guardians of the Galaxy or any version of a Marvel movie. The other is Selma. Which one would you like to spend your Saturday night watching with your girl? Chances are you're going to pick Guardians for two reasons. One, it's going to be more fun. Two, you feel less weird making out during it than you would during Selma.
1: Uh, There's a flaw in your argument there what's that what girl you know is gonna watch Guardians of galaxies with you i say to you me i'm saying in general
0: well i was gonna say because with me every woman i've dated would choose guardians because listen i'm not gonna date a girl every girl you've dated most not every other girl will watch Guardians of the galaxy no that's true but they would prefer <laughs> to watch guardians over true 12 years of right. slave correct you know which is another one of those here's a movie about people winning Oscars by by playing slaves in, in in the whole thing it's like I remember when that movie came out I was like I'm not gonna go see this in theaters and we go why is it because I know what this is I Go, how can you know what it is you haven't seen it I go it's gonna be sad and it's gonna make you angry and then you're gonna leave the theater and go well I'm sad and angry now like it, it, it does that kind of stuff doesn't I mean, and I'm not saying that everyone has to, like, kowtow to what I think, but I feel like there is a, the Oscars ratings have died the last 10 years. Like, it doesn't get the ratings that it used to. And considering we live in the, in the world of event television, where yesterday, you know, 30 million people across the United States were watching the football games. Yeah. People will tune in for something if they care. People don't care about the Oscars because they stopped nominating the movies that people really like. This year we'll get a better rating because Mad Max is nominated. And again, we we started this where we're talking about the diversity of the Oscars and the diversity of Hollywood. The fight really needs to be that African-American actors and actresses get more lead roles in tentpole movies. Not the dramatic movies. The fight should be that, why can't... Okay, we got Black Panther coming out, right? But why couldn't the new Spider-Man have been African-American? They've cast him four times now. Why couldn't he have been a black guy? What did you? What could you have possibly lost by doing that? But the gains of that are huge. It's like when they make a new X-Men movie, and they talk about whether or not Iceman should be gay. Iceman should be gay. Why shouldn't he? That's a huge thing. And the reason I say that it's a big deal is if you're a ten-year-old kid or a twelve year old kid who's struggling with the fact that you think you might be gay, and suddenly one of the superheroes stands up and goes, I'm like, that's a big moment. That suddenly becomes your favorite superhero, your favorite character. If you're an African American kid growing up on the south side of Chicago, and all of a sudden Spider Man turns out to be black or even better, Batman, and they and they show you that, you know, you can be the good guy. And, and you can do this, which, I mean, granted, a movie is a stupid way to necessarily prove that, like you should go to, but it helps. You know what I'm saying? This podcast that I do with you is done because I can't be Batman. I can't be a superhero. So I do this show to try to help the world as egotistical as that may sound as much as I can because of the stuff I watched when I was a kid with heroes that I identified with. And that should be given to everybody all over the world. So I don't think the argument should be the movies that get nominated. The argument should be the movies that get freaking made. So, I mean, you and I both have
1: similar movie tastes, but we also have separate ones. And for me, my favorite, my movies I've always been drawn to and always go to are independent films and everything. Um, and I say that to say this. Um, there was a movie in 93 called Blue. It was by um, Derek Jarman. Uh, the whole movie, which is an hour and a half, is nothing but a blue screen for the entire film. And it talks about his life with AIDS and what has happened To him with his complications, to which he ended up passing away since the film. Um, That movie, though it was done in the UK, everyone turned into that movie. It was right on everyone's television screens on Channel 4, and BBC Radio also broadcasted it. Everybody tuned into that they stopped everything and wanted to see a Derek Jarman film I say that because I would love to see films like that again that you just stop for your weekend and you went to the movie theater to watch a movie you know because there's all my good memories of my with my family and my friends has always been going to the movies you know and if, if there were more films that attracted us, regardless if it was, you know, Oscar-nominated or not, um, movies just need to be movies and not just a big
0: marketing firm for various agendas. Yeah, so this is where you and I tend to disagree on stuff, because you think of movies as an art form, which it is. And I think of movies as entertainment. It's why I will go it's why you will watch a movie called Blue, and I would argue that instead of ever watching that movie, watch Independence Day twice. Like I, I guess that's where part of our, our issues are coming from, man. Yeah. All right. Um we've been having some technical problems, ladies and gentlemen, so we're gonna kinda end this show a little bit earlier than we normally do. Uh but I do wanna say this, uh AJ, I, I do think that there are movies that families go to. I think Star Wars is a good example, and so is Creed. People went in families to go see those. But it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, what we, I think we're both in agreement, though, that what really needs to happen is African Americans need to be given more leads in big movies. Would we agree on that? Oh, I think, yeah. I mean, I think they
1: should um, be given more roles and, you know, at least given a chance in other areas of... Oscar categories.
0: And Idris Elba should be Batman. So. Sure. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Out Front with AJ and Nick, where we talked about the Oscars. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Chicago Podcast Network. You can find us on Twitter, Chicago Podcast One. Email us, uh, Chicago Podcast Network at gmail.com. I don't know why my voice cracked. When I said email, I guess it makes me think of puberty. And other than that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. And we hope to hear from all of you. Thanks again. And, A.J., say goodbye to the wonderful people. Hey, bye, people. And that'll wrap it up with out front for this week's, uh, for our first show of the week here on the Chicago Podcast Network. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We out! It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full
1: tank of gas. Half a pack of cigarettes, it's
0: dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You have been listening to the Chicago Podcast Network.